Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Reel spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Captain Jason from Below Deck Down Under. Thank you so much for hopping on the pod today. We're so excited for season two. I can't believe that season two is already here. Are you ready to relive it? Uh, Totally, totally. I am... As soon as um, season one ended, I obviously couldn't wait to get back to my daughter. But then I just had this moment where I was just like, hurry up, give me another one, give me another one. I enjoyed it. It's so much. It's so challenging. It's so rewarding. And working with the the crew and the production team, you kind of miss it all. I love that. And I love that you were like, you were like ready for a challenge because this first episode, I think you got like 95 challenges in the span <laughs> of 50 minutes because like you're down two people. And then two people are living their best life in uncharted waters. We'll put it from the guests. How was processing? Like, what was going through your head that first night? Like, did you still have that excitement? Or are you like, what am I doing? Well, I was focused on trying to learn how to drive that boat, too. Like, it's an old Explorer 77 old fishing vessel that used to pick up whales. And um, it's not meant to be in the reefs. And it's not meant to be able to cruise around there. And I've had a bit of an accident in Cairns before in the in that marina. So <laughs> I didn't want to have another one, especially on TV. You were very Dido. I will go down with the ship. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There are so many new faces this season, Jason. A lot of really interesting characters. Tell me about some of your new employees who you vibed with the most, who maybe you didn't end up vibing with because it looks like you're about to fire someone later on this season. So just tell us about this new energy that is on, on uh, aboard the ship. Look, the, the, some of them are a bit, okay, there's some characters there. It took me a little bit to, I, I shine to them, but I was just like, there were some children there, but then they grew up through the show and I enjoy that. I like a bit of growth. And we had some emotional, um, you know, insecurities coming out in some of the crew where we had to actually push through and get them through, especially um, when they are the key role. Uh, we definitely had Asia just going, doing Asia and just uh, leading leading the charge, which was fantastic. I had some really good crew. I had some really good moments. Um, I think they got a lot out of it. And I had some fantastic guests. And I feel like when, like, being a captain, you almost have to, like, double duty, like, taking care of the ship, but also being kind of, like, daddy figure to all of the crew and everybody. How do you juggle the, like, that level of trying to be like, okay, you have to do this, but you also know that they're a person and you want to, like, help them grow while trying not to, like, rip them apart for not doing their job correctly? (laughs) Because I feel that's a hard dance. Well, yeah, look... (laughs) 
you, you get a lot of empathy when you get older, especially when you've had a child and you understand what um, priorities are, I must admit. Uh, look, there would have been times 15 years ago that I would have just been pushing them as far as they could until they dropped. Um, but then the, those times change, you realise that, um, you know, we're jumping up and down sometimes for nothing. Um, we do work long hours. We do work um, tremendously long hours. And what happens in a normal year we're actually doing that in six weeks. So I have to have even more empathy. There's a lot of things that would happen on a boat that all that you see that would probably wash themselves out. You know, someone's crew, someone's personal issue would probably get washed out over a few days by having a talk or some time. But with this with this um, series or this show in, this, in, in six weeks, it really just brings everything up to the surface. So you're seeing me having to do what I probably would do every year, putting all these fires out emotionally, bit of a psychiatrist and um and being a captain as well a moment that i really love from the premiere is when sarina was having a little trouble in the kitchen because she didn't have her luggage or the, or the proper tools like you stepped in and you you got that meal cooked you you were totally there for her in that moment watching the premiere back were you aware that that probably was like her biggest dream come true because she has a really big crush on you captain jason at that point, I didn't know what what it was about, but as the season goes on, the amount of innuendos that came out of that galley, <laughs> <laughs> she she is very witty. She's very smart, and um, yeah, she well, you know, she she had to go through a growing period in her cooking as well. So we'll see if she gets to the end of that as well. But um, at that point, she had actually had no luggage, like you mentioned. She walked into a small galley that she probably wouldn't have pictured or didn't think that it was like what something she's come off before. She'd overordered a hell of a lot of food. We didn't have much storage. She had to change her whole plan and then um and then put it all together. And she just couldn't get past the fact that it wasn't the surroundings that she thought she was gonna have. And I just had to go, well, this is the de- this is the deal. This is what we've got in front of us. It's not the boat that I wanted either. <laughs> so let's get on with it. Like um, so we work together as a team. And I love that aspect about this show is is that we get to actually bring it all together i feel so much of it is just kind of what you're saying you're like this is what we were dealt like you were dealt being down a few people on the first uh charter as well and i do kind of love uh laura the new face that speaking of she loves her new face like her face too because what were your thoughts watching like aisha like laura laura and she's just like gotta finish the lip gloss and everything like that do you think she was justified because, you know, presentation matters when you're working or she should have maybe uh, sped it up a little bit. <laughs> totally, totally. I would have been banging the door down. That's the thing. I don't get to see any of that. Um, I think one of the nights they had to wait for about two hours before to get ready to go out. Um, I, yeah, I would have, <laughs> I would have just went out. Uh, I, there's a lot of, a hell of a lot I don't see. And that's the fantastic thing about this uh, show that it is about the crew and about the captain separately to, to a lot of degree. Um, to look back on it and see that. Yeah. I'd be like, come on. <laughs> what was the most shocking thing that you saw in the premiere that you had no idea about? Was it Lauren's lip gloss? Was it Serena's like massive crush on you? Like what sort of stood out to you the most? Well, probably my dad bod. <laughs> your, your da- I feel I think your dad bod also stuck out to, to me and Danny. Yeah, I think you you yeah. Oh, oh well, look at the leg cross too. You know, okay, sir. Okay. <laughs> Jason, how do you, I mean, since entering the Bravo verse, there is 
so much thirst for you. Everyone thinks you're so hot. How do you process that? Is it uncomfortable? Are you leaning into it? I mean, you you truly are one of, you know, the Bravo world's greatest sex symbols at this point. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I live in the Philippines. Um, Bali, Bali, there is, there's so much <laughs> going on there that I'm just a... Uh, I'm a nothing, so that's fantastic. I can hide there. But when I come to America and Australia, you know, people are stopping me a lot and I'm enjoying it. And I think people coming up and having a chat with me and me actually asking them and talking to them and being so interested in what they're doing because that's what I am, a bit of an explorer, and, I'm, and I love meeting people that I'm just enjoying absolutely many people, meeting them and having a chat with them. I'm not going to be here for long and I'm enjoying what's in front of me now. I love that. And I feel a lot of people are enjoying what's in front of them when they're watching you on the show and et cetera. <laughs> and I feel I love me and Evan love when Bravo bubbles combined. Have there been a moment? Cause you say you don't see a lot what goes down on the show. I'm sure you see your DMS. Have there been any Bravo celebrities who have slid into your DM to, you know, say, hello, how are you captain? Not as yet. Not as yet. Not as yet. I am. Um... I we I there was no sliding. Um, there was some conversation after BravoCon of one or two people that we met, but there was wasn't much of a sliding. It was more of a, a catch up. But um, oh, nothing no. nothing's come to fruition. And I am oh, single. Who okay. are we catching up with? Who are we? Yeah. Catching up with? Oh, we can't, you know <laughs> what stays on the ship? You know. <laughs> I don't think you're on a ship on BravoCon, sir. Uh, we'll save it for next BravoCon. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, you can have a reunion in Vegas. I mean, okay, so just looking back on BravoCon 2022, um, tell us about some of the connections that you made, maybe some some friendships that started that you know could have possibly, you know, been brought into the DMs. I am um, hanging out with the other crew members um, was fantastic. Meeting meeting the other captains was pretty inspiring. Meeting San, mm. meeting Andy and, and Captain Lee, um, hanging out with the uh, sailing franchise and the med franchise. Fraser, Courtney, um, Z, Z, all these people were just amazing people to meet. I really enjoyed hanging out with them. I um, we met a lot of the um, met a lot of the housewives. They were staying in the same hotel. That was good. Aisha and I did behave ourselves a lot. We did put ourselves to bed pretty early because we did have a job to do. Um, we knew all new 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 crew members to the whole franchise, so we did behave ourselves. But um, yeah, it was really refreshing to meet everyone. It was like a big family, to be quite honest. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I hope now, I hope your second round at BravoCon, because me and Evan are also going to be in Vegas partying. I hope you guys don't put yourself to bed too early because we want to like hang out and seize Vegas. I feel Vegas, you aren't allowed to go to sleep before 3 a.m. I don't really know the rules there. Well, I think we've done our, we, do, we did our bit mm-hmm. in New York. You know, we've cemented our, we've got, we've cemented ourselves and um, this time we can probably let our hair down a little bit more. Yeah, you can let loose a little bit. You and Asia don't have to put yourselves to bed too early. By the way, speaking of you and Asia, you guys are such a uh, such a great team, and that was fully on display in the premiere when she put contacts in in your eyes, Captain Jason. That was such an intimate moment, and I felt like Sarina watching that back was probably really jealous. <laughs> yeah, I don't, she. I, I knew she got a contact in there, but she got a fist in there first. Um, she really pushed it in there. She. I thought she would be a little bit more gentler than that, but she's not. I think, yeah. Look, Aisha and I get on so well without even saying anything. We don't have to. We um, we, I think we have the same energy. I think we're, you know, we we like our quiet time, but we're very energetic and adventurous at the same time. So we have the same personality, and we're trying to achieve the same things. We're trying to be good at what we do, but have fun along the way. Yeah. Now, being like this sort of daddy figure to your crew. What are your thoughts on Scotty for Asia? Do you think he's a good guy? Do you approve? Have you met him? I have met him, and I will say straight away, he is perfect. You know, the, for him to be able to be so adventurous and and dynamic in many sports as well allows Asia to not have to think about what she's going to do. She'll just tag along, and she'll be in on it. Um, she does. She's a very smart person. She's very caring and very empathetic to a lot of people and cares about a lot of people and probably um, less cares about herself. And Scotty's there to care about her as well. So they're a great couple. If they ever decide to take the next step and tie the knot, would you be willing to officiate their wedding? Because that's like what, what's going on in like my fantasy world. That sounds great. Like someone actually asked me that the other day. Why don't you start doing celebrity celebrant weddings? I'm like, I might look into that. Why not? So it's funny you bring it up. The universe is speaking. So yeah, yeah, it's telling you something. <laughs> is there a celebrity couple you'd love to like have on your on your boat? You officiate the wedding, and it's just a full on party. Um, Tom and Michelle. <laughs> okay, that would be funny, wouldn't it? If they kicked on, no. I've been watching a bit of um, Vanderhump, haven't we all? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I oh, that you was... you Tom and Raquel. Raquel, Rochelle now. Oh, Rachel. Oh, oh my God. Okay, okay, Captain Jason with the shade. I, when you said Tom, and, I thought you said Tom and Michelle, and I was like, wait, do I not know about a very okay? So we're talking about Tom and Raquel. You want to officiate yeah. their wedding on your oh, boat? So... That's. Yeah, that's... That is a brave thing of is you to say. Is that bad luck on a boat? I don't know boat rules. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching too much Vanderpump, whatever it is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're you're a little, you're kind of like Team Tom and, and Raquel. No, no, not at all. It was tongue in cheek. It was tongue in cheek. It was tongue okay, in cheek. Okay. So we're, okay. So I'd probably get my ratings up and I'd probably get my, um, my status as a celebrity. celebrity. Well, I mean, when you're talking, when you're watching Vanderpump Rules, there are, more and more by the month, more beautiful single women there. So yeah. mm-hmm. maybe you can officiate Ariana and Jason's wedding there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, I haven't really, I haven't watched enough, unfortunately. So I'll have to come up with my own celebrities. I Who else? Are you, 
you Travis and Who? Travis, Travis and Courtney. Oh, that'd be fun. They can do a little vow renewal on the boat. I love that. It'll get me. It's I mean, running. And you were talking about, because you did say that you are single. Are you like trying to date right now or are you too busy? Because I know like parenting, your job, everything like that. Is it on the forefront for you or the back burner? Yeah, it's pretty, it's becoming more, it's, it's pretty, been pretty difficult because when I'm, when I'm not working, I've got a, I'm racing home with my daughter and usually I take o- over that time period. So, you know, I've got school and everything and I'm solo. Um, and then I leave to go to a job um, or leave to go to below deck. However, now in the next year, I think it's time to start um, branching the wings a little bit, have a look around. Yeah, it's a bit of me time coming out soon. I, I feel like a lot of people will be very excited to hear that, Captain Jason. <laughs> now now the DMs are really going to blow up. Yeah. <laughs> I also love how much you love being a dad. That is just so clear and evident. But you live this really crazy lifestyle as an explorer, as a reality star. How do you juggle it all with fatherhood? It can't be easy. No, her mother is carrying a lot of the... Lot of the, the the baggage for sure she's that's why you know that's first and foremost they need to be right before i can be uh, looking elsewhere um they're nearly set they're nearly uh she's got it she's in a nice school at the moment they are relocated to a different area so she can get better schooling they're at that position now where they've got some stability and um, i can start you know thinking a little bit less about them and more about me mm. very nice does does your daughter have any idea that you are this big bravo liberty now does she watch the show at all she has watched the show because of where we are we obviously haven't streamed it but she does sneak into youtube a bit and see that uh before bravo con last year i got a i got a selfie with a couple in bali and she said what was that for papa and i said oh that's for that show i'm doing she said are you famous i said no not at all she goes you're not my idol ah. <laughs> i said who's your idol she said um bts Wow. She knows that kids know how to keep you humble. I know. And then I went off to Barbicon. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm my feet are grounded. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Right. So right. yeah, she she tries to I know she sneaks a bit of YouTube a little bit now and again, but um gets some bad clips. But I'll have to sit her out down one day when she's a bit older and watch a few few episodes yeah. of DC. Yeah, would you encourage her to get into the yachting business? It's changed significantly over the years. Like years years ago, there was a lot less boats. We kind of knew each other. You know, there was uh, the tax man wasn't at your front door, so things were a little bit uh, more uh, easily hidden back in the day, 20 years ago. There seemed to be a faster path up the ladder because there was less boats. I think people are now realising how many hours there are on a boat that you put in. Mm-hmm. I think... If you can do some hospitality trade early and then use the industry to travel and enjoy yourself and meet some fantastic people, do that. But from a long-term perspective as a captain, you better be prepared to be away from your family because, um, you know, there's not that many jobs that allow you to go back um, to your to family. And that can be a disaster for a um, long-term situation. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, now Danny and I have something to think about because, you know, know. we... We were questioning, do we become Yachties or not? We didn't so know I, if this was also going to double as like an interview for us to <laughs> be a part of the, 
to work for you next season. But okay, good to know. We'll think on it and get back to you. We might do K-pop instead. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jason, thank you so much for taking the time. It was so great catching up with you. And Danny and I are just on the edge of our seats to see the rest of season two. We can't wait. And to party with you in Vegas. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you very much. I really thank you for listening. And I'm hopefully seeing Las Vegas. Yes, let's go. Asia Scott from Below Deck Down Under Season 2. Yeah. And I spoke to Captain Jason earlier and we were telling him how we can't we we just can't believe season two is already here. How are you feeling? Oh, so what do you mean already here? I feel like I've been waiting for it for so long. Oh. I just it's such a good season. I think as soon as we wrapped. I'm just desperate, 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 desperate for the world to see it. I think it's, I tr- I'm i not being biased. I truly think it's one of the best seasons of Below Deck ever. And I just want it to get out there. And well, I'm, I mean, the premiere, the premiere is so, so good. Oh, uh, well, I haven't actually watched the premiere oh, yet. Oh, it's but I, I, but oh, I was there in person. So yeah. I know That's fair. And you were there during one of my favorite confessionals when you were like, I'm going to be a bad bitch this year. Well, actually, I don't know how to be a bitch. Did you, did you, how did you balance? Did you feel like you got to be like 5% bitch? Yes. In a good way, you know, in a good way. Yes, yes, exactly. You know, I think last season when I watch it back, I just cringe a little bit and I'm like, how did I let Magda get away with shit for so long? How did I get Ryan? How did I let Ryan be an asshole to me for so long? And I just thought I have to be more assertive. You know, part of being a manager is being able to confront people and have those uncomfortable situations. And I've seen time and time again in myself, even that if you don't confront people, everyone just runs rings around you. So I came back this season and I'm so proud of myself because I'm much more assertive i hit the people up and it feels really really good oh i love to hear that but i also i dream of having a manager or a boss like you asia you just seem so cool so sweet so nice so so freaking supportive and i loved how supportive you started out with uh laura yeah you realize later on that maybe she spends a little bit too much time applying her lip gloss (laughs) <laughs> what what was it like getting along and working with Laura? We have never seen anyone like her on the Below Deck franchise. I mean, I'm personally obsessed. Yeah, it was like it was it was so it was good and bad. I think it was really nice having someone who had been a chief stew before because like, you know, she was capable. She was really capable. Um she took an initiative. She knew what she was doing. Um but then yeah, as you see on the other side, it's like the number of times we were all waiting for her when she's, you know, taking two hours to get ready and we've got really limited time off. Um, or, you know, the number of times she says, well, this is how I would do it. And a little bit of you wants to explode inside. But I remember talking to Scott um, one day and I was like, you can't, I'm sorry if this is too much of a tease, but I was talking, to, I was like, you can't like, you can't get annoyed at someone for being annoying if they're doing their job. You know, okay. it's not like, you know? And yeah. so I just, had to, I just had to kind of breathe in love and just accept that not everyone is perfect and we're stuck in a small space. I feel like that's the hardest part where you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with, oh, I actually, it is my job to deal with you. So I guess we got to make this work. So you had... <laughs> Growing pains with her. Did you have growing pains with some of the other people as well? 
actually didn't no like Margot is just the sweetest sweetest thing she's like that classic girl next door very innocent and I think she came into this season just so badly wanting to to prove her worth and grow as a stew because she was quite green when she came on I think she'd only worked on one boat maybe um and so yeah she was she was just so pliable would you say you know she was she was easy to shape and groom <laughs> okay all right exactly. well, that's adaptable adaptable yes. you know? yeah exactly yeah there were so many new faces this season and it just it, it's so insane to me and Danny we were talking about this why is below deck down under like oh like the hottest ca- everyone is so beautiful and good looking from the captain oh down to the deck hand like everyone is gorgeous thank you i'm gonna say thank you because i'm gonna include myself yeah, oh, and, and you that. included you included asia we oh, sail on oh, a different ship but you're gorgeous yeah <laughs> thank you but it's true everyone is so hot and so you can probably see why there is the love pentagon Everyone wants to slam each other, and I don't blame them. I mean, it's kind of nice, though, that you are in a committed relationship with Scotty, who you love so much. So you can just sort of, like, sit back, relax, and watch the love Pentagon play out and get messy. What was it like watching everyone, you know, work through this Pentagon? It was great. It was absolutely great as you say I'm in this beautiful loving relationship and it was so nice to not be part of the drama you know we'd have a night out and I'd come out in the morning and I'm like sitting there with my popcorn and I'm like and and who slept with who and and you did that with who and and you put that in your what you know and I'm just sitting there getting all of this gossip from the night before but I've got no emotional stakes in it so I loved it that is my dream so I like just to like be able to absorb all that gossip and I don't know about Scotty like because I am emotionally messed up and always very jealous uh and that's just something I'm working on in my own time wait okay Danny you're also very self-aware I'm aware yes I'm aware that I'm at least you admit it yes how is he because if my partner was getting on a yacht with all the people. If I saw all those cast photos, I'd be like, I'm coming on or I don't know what I'm going to do. How was his preparation for that? <laughs> luckily, luckily, um, Scott is much more emotionally stable than you are. And- it's a <laughs> low bar for him, but I'm glad to hear it. But no, he's, I think, I think what I love so much about Scott and our relationship is that neither of us are jealous people. Um, You know, he could be sitting in a room full of naked women and I just really wouldn't give a shit. And we're we're not jealous and we really, really trust each other. And so I think, you know, as long as you have trust and you know that there's no planet where either of you would, would, would betray the other person, then you just don't have to think about it. That is, that's so nice. And then you can update him on the love Pentagon and be like, babe, this is what's going down. Yes, exactly. And I think when I'm there, I mean, thank goodness that we're like that because when I'm there, I'm so busy that I don't really have time to talk to him anyway. Like it's always going to be harder for the person that's, that's left at home, you know, because I remember even season one, I think I called him twice 
I was so busy and so exhausted. This season I called in more times because I was a bit more, you know, under control. And we message each day, just being like, you know, miss you, love you. Like, this is what's gone on today. Um, but I I just don't, I just f- physically don't have the time to yeah. sit there and have these like hour-long conversations with him. So, I mean, if he wasn't a strong man, it would be very, very difficult because I just can't focus on him. Well, also, yeah. you talking about how like you're barely like you don't have time and you're too tired to like do a phone call, which I totally get because like you guys are working, running around so much. That's why I'm always commending the single people on Below Deck. How are you guys like able to like go out and dance the night away and then et cetera? Like, how are you not always just... I, no, honestly, it's like when we go for our nights out, I am so exhausted that it's sometimes it's hard to just put the glass up to my lips, you know, <laughs> and then they're going home and putting a number of other things towards their lips. And I'm like, I just, I mean, every, I, I'm the queen of chicken noodles. So all I can muster is getting into bed. And you know, cause what my, what my routine is, which you'll see is it's so demanding and exhausting that the one piece of time that I like really have to myself is at the end of a night out, I make chicken two minute noodles I've got a special recipe six minutes very gluggy no water in it and I lie in bed and I suck down one noodle at a time and that's like my mindful meditation and my me time and that's about all I can muster I wait I love it as as, before you said that's my meditation time I was thinking how meditative it would be to slurp a singular noodle at the end of it like that sounds really it's like ASMR too it's that sounds amazing Asia you need to like maybe start like a video series or I don't don't, an ASMR channel like what, you pay a ten dollar a month subscription to hear me suck on noodles. Yeah, Danny and I are your first subscribers. You have a twenty dollar bill right now. <laughs> Wait, so I know, and it's funny that you were talking about how you could barely just you can only muster chicken uh, sucking on noodles because it's yeah. funny. Uh, Captain Jason told us that you guys were kind of putting on like your big boy and girl pants at the last BravoCon, going to bed early, trying to be yeah. all good. Yep. Honestly, you guys would have been so proud of us. We went there and like, because there was some, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but there was some talent that I was seeing getting home at like the sun, you know, the sun coming up or that had one or two hours sleep. But I think, I think for me, the Bravo fans are the most beautiful, lovely, excited fans. It's this amazing family. And my heart just, I've got so much gratitude in my heart for them. My heart just wants to explode. And so when I was there and I saw how happy and excited they were, I was like, I have to give them every single piece of me. I'm not here for my own, you know, I'm not here to be, to live, to live around and run my own life and and go out and get wasted. I'm here for them. And people had paid so much for tickets. They'd flown across the country. So we just thought the very least that we could do is give every bit of energy back to them. You are truly the people's princess, Aisha. But we, <laughs> we, we were talking to Jason and we we're talking about BravoCon 2023 which is happening in vegas and we like that's that's the place to party like you can't really sleep in vegas there will be no going to bed early in vegas asia 
oh, I know, and that's what I'm worried about. He I also really said, he said he's ready to stay up late because you already did the first, second season. He says you guys can have a little party time. Do you have captain's approval? Okay, I do. Okay, yes. well, I'm going to okay. write that down. I'm going to get him to sign it. And maybe, well, you know what, though? I was thinking I might go a couple of days early and stay a couple of days after. Because mm. I'm like, I will want to have a bit of a rinser night. So, so you know, and, and, and Vegas never sleeps. No. So even on the Sunday, I'm sure I could go out on a Sunday in Vegas and oh. someone would party with me. Oh, totally. Well, Captain Jason, uh, he gave you his approval to party in Vegas. He also gave his approval to you and Scotty. He had nothing but sweet things to say about you and Scotty. And he even said, if you guys choose to marry in the future, he'd be down to officiate the wedding. Isn't isn't that nice? They actually met. Where were we? I think it was, oh, it was in New York after BravoCon because Scott flew in just after BravoCon um, and we all managed to get together and have a drink and it just meant so much to me for those two to form a relationship as well because obviously I spend so much time with Jason um, and yeah, it was so lovely. But you know what? Um, if Jason's thinking we're getting married in Vegas, ah. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not doing that. We didn't bring up getting married in Vegas, yeah. but that actually sounds like a very chic idea. I mean, C- Courtney I mean, and Travis did it. Oh, did they? They did before it's Capri. So you could do Vegas and then Capri. Oh, oh my goodness! Should I start a GoFundMe for that? Oh. Um, the noodle, the noodle, uh, ten dollars will help you. That will fund the oh, wedding. That's the wedding fund. Wait, <laughs> yes. well, what I'm wondering because um, he sang his praises for your relationship. Do you ever want to like, or do you ever like wing woman him, or do you ever try to set him up? Because he did say he's finally feeling like he can have some more time to be in a relationship. Yeah, uh, you know what? I think if anyone's seen Jason you he doesn't need a wing woman he gets women throwing themselves at him 24 7 like he would not have to work very hard um to to find someone to go on a date with so I mean I just I just really want him to find someone because he's so in love with his daughter he's such a good man he's always doing something interesting he helps with charities he really is a catch and so I would love for him to find that partnership one day because i know he does want it one day well it's interesting that you say that you know women just throw themselves at him when we were asking jason about dating he was so humble and just you know so so uh subdued about it all but that's great to know i also danny and i were like women must be like sliding into your dms all the time and then he teased that maybe some dms were exchanged after some friendly interactions at BravoCon. you were with jason at BravoCon. you were going to bed early did you see him connect with anyone specifically maybe a housewife um i might have seen him connect with something to do with with someone very closely related to a housewife uh i feel like i would be betraying him if i stated who it was closely related to a housewife danny and i are like doing the math i'm like Um, um, i mean in the future there could be of an interesting bravo connection 
All I'm saying, can I say what I'm feeling? Say Please. it, Danny. Lala Kent. I'm feeling. Lala, no, not Lala. Oh. How hot would that sex I No, I'm like sweating thinking about I was that. just picking like who is. And I said housewife, not Vanderpump. <laughs> oh, I thought you said it. You said housewife related. Okay, so it's in the housewife realm. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But don't keep guessing. <laughs> Okay, I'm wait, not- I'm just my I'm just gonna do my one guess. You said housewife okay. related. We love our girl Margaret Josephs from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Was it her friend Lexi, who we see on the show a lot? She's not a ha- Um, I'm not sure about that. Okay, okay. So we're cold still. We're cold. We're gonna figure this out and DM you we're, later. No, we, I yeah, hope you know yes. we're gonna we're, 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 you're you're just gonna wake up and it's gonna be 55 DMs from us just naming every single person on Bravo. <laughs> Is it this person? Is it this person? Is Wait, it this but because what I do love about Bravo is that there's just so many personalities on the on the network, and the charter guests you guys have have a lot of personalities. Is there any housewife or Bravo celebrity that you would love to like be the guest for a charter? Oh, you know what? I would absolutely love. I went to a disco this disco event last year, and I and I went with Jill Zarin. And we just got on like a house on fire. I absolutely love that woman. We talk on the phone every now and then. And I would love to have her on the boat. She's my my Jewish mummy. She would be perfect as a charter guest because she's she's so charismatic and and just fun to watch. But she's also very demanding. So she would particular put you guys to work. And so that's the thing. Like, as I said that in my mind, I was like, she also might be really difficult because she's so specific. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that we have a, a, a beautiful enough relationship that I think it would be more like a mum telling her daughter, like, oh, oh, come on, honey. Like, you, you should have given me sugar with the coffee. You know, come, I'm just Wait. telling you. I'm just telling you. And I think we could turn it into something fun. That's exactly yeah. what she would do. Oh, you want, she'd be like, Oh, is this how many ice cubes you're giving me with my coke? Honey, honey, come on, come on. Let mommy show you. Let mommy show you. You know, she would be so demanding, but she'd do it in a way of like, let me grow you as a person. Oh my God. Oh, I would love to see that happen. You know, Aisha, as I was watching this premiere of Below Deck Down Under, I was thinking like, if you were a charter guest and you didn't have to work because you work so hard, if you just had the day to like chill and be a charter guest on, on this boat, what would be like your dream day? Like, where would you go? Would you play with the toys? Like, I mean, what what would be like your ideal situation? Yeah, I think that I would. I think that I would want to do half toys and half excursion because that. I mean, I know that I shouldn't say this, and it goes against um, the whole point of renting a boat. But I, I'm somewhat. I get bored so easily that the thought of just being on a boat all day actually sounds really boring to me. And so I'm like, I don't. I would want to be on the suit. I I think what I would want to do is like in the morning, get up early, go off and do like, you know, go to port, do a hike, go and get a gelato, get a coffee, like explore the beautiful village or, you know, explore the town around where we are and then come back at lunchtime, have lunch, use the toys and then start day drinking and then like really rip into like the cocktails and the canapes and just chilling on the boat in the afternoon. I, oh, that sounds I heavenly that. and I love too in the first episode that there was a mocktail for two and a half seconds yes this is what and you said that happens a lot 
it pisses me off because people on their preference sheets they're like no no definitely don't drink alcohol and then I take up all this effing fridge space with like zero percent wine and zero percent drinks and I put all this effort into making like mocktail syrups and stuff like that and then people come on and and they they have one drink or they have they they relax for a second and they're like oh oh, no, nah, actually, I'm not going to do that. And it all goes out the window. Like, I know it does every time. And I end up just having to get rid of all of this <laughs> stuff that I've ordered. It's just a waste of time. So I'm like, you're on holiday. You're on this beautiful, magical holiday for two days. Just live your best life. Drink the drinks. Eat the cheese. You know, just go crazy. It's totally colors. Amen. Wait, Aisha, I have one final question for you, and it's it's an important one. Did oh, my you- God. Did you put Jason's contacts in every single day of your voyage? Every single day. And he didn't want people to know that that's what he was doing. So he would call me up to the bridge as though we had to have like our morning. We were pretending we were having a morning meeting. But I would actually just go up there and pop his contacts in. All all I could think about when that was happening is how jealous Sarina must have been watching oh. like how she like she will not be able to process it because she had the biggest crutch <laughs> on Jason and she expressed that many times whether anyone was listening or not. She wanted to touch him so badly and even even the thought of me putting my finger in his eyes she would have been like you got to touch his eyeball. Oh my god. She'll be so jealous. Maybe she's the one. For Captain Jason, you never I know. I actually think that they could be. Wait, I, I mean, I know you didn't watch the first episode yet, but there's a moment of them, like, of him helping her cook, and it's so beautiful. And I was like, this could be Sunday morning. That oh, I right. Honestly, those two. I need to. I'm. I'm actually after this. I'm going to give the. I'll get them on a group call and and ask them what we're going to do about this future romance. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, our next it's gonna be like an Ashton Kutcher. Sorry, it's gonna be like an Ashton Kutcher Mila Kunis situation where they don't know that they're madly in love with their filming, but later on down the track, they are each other's everything. I'm upset. That is the best place to end this conversation, Aisha. Yes, I 100%. I I agree, and I'm putting that out into the and they're getting married in Vegas at BravoCon. Done. Yes. Yes. Done. done, done, done. And I'll eat my chicken noodles in the audience. Yes, it's all happening. It's all happening. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week. <laughs>